Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to the JTH Show. Okay, today, let's talk about the debate that happened on September 29, the first, may I add, uh, presidential Trump-Biden debate. Roll the intro. All right, so uh, as a general reminder, you guys can catch the entire episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. All right, so let's get into this. So I wanted to give myself a couple of days to kind of process the debate a couple times and think about, you know, my points and, you know, and obviously watch some some other people's uh, videos and their, you know, points, both from the right and left. Right. Again, because I want to practice what I preach, you know, critical thinking, taking both sides and really assessing what is, you know, true, more factual and really what is just, you know, people's emotions, letting them drive them. Right. So, okay, so I think I've given myself enough time. And uh, yeah, I mean, I came down to the conclusion that many people, many people, um, and if you haven't heard already, came down to and that this was just a gigantic um, act a show, uh, mainly brought to you by uh, your president Trump. Now, as much as I have come out, and some people have accused me of, of being uh, on the right, and uh, and of course some people have accused me of being on the left as well, I will tell you that I to this day still feel that there are some some things that Trump um, arguably has done has done okay on, and that there are a lot more that he hasn't. This this debate in particular is something that he failed at miserably. In the eyes, okay, in the eyes of those that wanted to see real answers, real debates. In the eyes of the blind Trump followers, it was a, it was a success. It, why? Because Trump did exactly what Trump always does in any debates. The problem is that a lot of people have already forgotten what happened four years ago. And this is just more of four years ago or four-ish years, right? Because it hasn't been technically four years. But it's, it's you know, it's a lot of the same thing. You know, that we saw, you know, when he was in, you know, in debates with, you know, the Republican Party or when he was uh, in debates with, you know, uh, Hillary a lot of the same, the using, you know, his, his microphone presence to take over conversations, which is a big bullet point here that I have for myself is, you know, Trump and Biden, the big differences are that Trump is a microphone kind of guy. He knows how to use his mouthpiece. Biden, on the other hand, watch the debate. And if you have, then you'll know what I mean. And if you know what I mean, if you watch the debate, and you'll, you'll see exactly what I mean. He knows how to address, speak, look at the camera, and act like he's talking to the American people. And I say act because that is my feeling on pretty much every bureaucrat out there. It's an act, right? They know how to, again, address a crowd, or at least he does, through a camera. 
On the other hand, you have Trump, who's very good at, <clears throat> let's see here with my little, uh, my little uh, audio thing here that I have here. He's very good at, uh, you know, someone's talking and you're making a point. And it's Wrong. like, okay. And it's, you know, and it's a lot of like, all right. Wrong. And you'll throw it out there. You know, and, you know, you'll be saying something else and he'll say something like, I'm really rich. Okay. Why was that necessary? Right. And you have a lot of that. You had a lot of that in this debate. So I'll, I'll go through something that maybe you have already heard of, you know, or maybe you haven't. And if you haven't, well, here you go. Here are the, the big uh, observations that I think everyone is talking about. Trump had a hard time keeping quiet. Again, no duh. Uh, Trump uh, was called a clown multiple times and was told even to shut up by Biden. That doesn't make anybody tough. That doesn't make, that's one thing that some uh, news outlets are saying, it really shows how tough Biden is and how much he's willing to stick it to Trump. I mean, Senator Marco Rubio and other uh, Republicans, when when Trump was in a debate with them, also called out and name called Trump. You know, it's it's nothing that, at least for me personally, impresses me. So he told Trump to shut up. I think many of us were thinking that. I was thinking that because I was genuinely trying to hear, you know, arguments or whatever arguments the the candidates were trying to speak about, you know, when they were asked by Mark Wallace uh, or sorry, Chris Wallace, excuse me, Chris Wallace, which was the moderator. Um, and I wanted to hear something. And Trump, you know, it's just a lot of the you, you are know, fake news. And it's just, Don't be rude. And you're like, Trump, can you please just God damn it, dude, just be quiet. So when Biden went as far as saying, can you please shut up? I mean, it, it was nothing that, it, at least in my opinion, in comparison to some media outlets, to, to applaud. You know, it's literally one human being to another saying, can you be quiet? I'm, I'm trying to talk here. Okay. So, um, that, that, but that is an observation because, again, I, I've noticed it, you know, being balanced around. Um, what else? Oh, they, they brought up family, right? More than anything, Trump. Trump brought up Hunter Biden and all the, the demons, troubles. You can say that Hunter Biden um, has gone through. If you don't know, um, okay, well, a, a, a basic breakdown is that, you know, uh, Biden has two kids, uh, Bo and, and Hunter. Hunter happened to have uh, a, a background in having troubles with, with illegal substances and, you know, according to Trump, being kicked out of the military. And then he is the son that uh, allegedly, again, because I, I don't know, I haven't fact-checked this, had some dealings in Russia and was able to get money and it was on some kind of board uh, in a company in Russia that he had no experience or, or business being in but because of his dad he was able to you know get in there or be put in there um so they brought the family in they brought the kids in Biden tried to say oh you know we we really shouldn't be talking about family it you know it's not something that I really should uh you know we should be talking about I could easily go after you know your family but I'm not going to I don't know personally speaking Again, just me here. I'm in any kind of debate, whether it be in politics, whether it be at a roundtable discussion with friends and family. You start bringing up family, I am that kind of guy that will start poking stuff back at yours. That's just who I am. And I think naturally a lot of people are. But Biden tried to do the politician thing, you know, the, the in my opinion, ingenuine thing. You can say, well, he did the grown-up thing, JT. I guess I don't know a lot of people that not because they're on camera, right? But genuinely would say, 
you know what? You attack me and my family. I'm just going to go ahead and turn to the cheek. I genuinely don't know people like that. But Biden tried to put that out there and say, you attack my son and I can talk, attack yours, but I'm not going to do that. That's essentially what he did, what he said. Um, and then here, what else we have here? Okay. So the actual takeaways, you know, that people, for those of you guys that didn't see it, or maybe you did and you're just recapping here with me. What can we actually take away from this that is actually useful? Not a lot, but I'll touch on the main topics they, 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 they spoke about. The Supreme Court seat. That's what they opened up with. So if you don't know, there is recently uh, a Supreme Court justice that passed away, right? And Trump wants to fill that seat immediately. He doesn't want to have an opportunity where something happens in the election and this has to go to the Supreme Court there because there's now an even amount of um, justices. This ends up in a draw or something like that or, or some kind of weird predicament. So he wants to add and fill that seat immediately. Uh, if you don't know, Obama did something very similar during his own term, when you know, with almost identical issue that happened with Justice Scalia. You know, so is this out of the ordinary? It is not. Is this something that um, certain uh, political members, um, specifically right now speaking about the left in the Democratic side, they're saying it should be filled until after there is a president that is chosen and they're like, hopefully not Trump. Yes, that's what that's what they're saying, that it should be the next president that chooses. Of course, Trump is saying, no way, Jose, we are going to choose now. So that's that's that was part of the argument there. And in fact, Trump has actually chosen or nominated someone to that seat. They moved on there after to Obamacare, right? Obama, I mean, Obamacare is something that um, definitely brought on a lot of great things. I can tell you one of the first things that I personally lived is the um, the pre-existing condition clause, right? That did or Obama, at least Obamacare did away with um, before uh, that came along. We, and I say we, my wife, were in a position where she was pregnant, which was considered a uh, pre-existing condition, and we had trouble shifting or changing insurance companies. And I remember that happened right around the time that Obamacare was being put into um, into law, into effect, and that did away with that restriction, and we were able to do movement among our insurance. I mean, this is years ago, obviously, right? Among our insurance companies, we were able to do that. So... By all means, thumbs up on that. And then there's other things like the the individual mandate, right? Where if you didn't have insurance after so many years, you're going to get some fines and stuff like that, which Trump now says, at least was saying in the debate tonight, or excuse me, not tonight, but on the 29, oh, I did away with that. That's that's big. That's huge. Again, arguably, some people say, yeah, that's awesome. That's pretty, that's pretty damn good that you did away with that because uh, that was punishing people for something that a lot of people couldn't afford. Okay. Um, but he didn't do away with uh, Obamacare, which side note, personally speaking, I feel that Trump and many people, whether you like Trump or not, can agree since uh, Obama was elected and while Obama was in office, Trump made it just a mission in life to try to give Obama a hard time, whether it was uh, along the lines of uh, the legislation that you know, Obama was involved in or simply because Obama was not white. There's many different arguments, right? Trump, if you don't remember or if you forgot already, was behind the whole birther movement, right? Whether Obama was a native to the U.S. or not, and, you know, he shouldn't have been president. He's been behind a lot of things to give Obama grief. And again, some and some will say rightfully so. And then some will say, dude, you're a hypocrite. Like, 
Oh, Obama was always in the golf course. That's one of the tweets that uh, uh, Trump uh, tweeted out years ago. And here now, fast forward, kind of karma bit him in the ass because some say that, you know, Trump spends just as much time or more than Obama. You know, personally speaking, uh, put aside the charisma that many people fell in love with Obama. Um, it's it's a lot of uh, the same of what we have here with Trump. You might say, whoa, 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 how dare you? They're nothing alike. To you, because you either, if you don't like Trump, don't see the charisma of Trump or because you don't ever or don't like to see the charisma of Obama to you. But it's just a guy, whether it's Obama or Trump, appealing to their base in whatever best way they feel they can. Right. With their charisma, whether it be with their rudeness their jokes or their smiles and jokes. I am speaking about Obama, right? It's a lot of the same. People just feel like they they upgraded or downgraded. They always want to see that they went up or down when it comes to their presidents. It's a lot of the same. Look at the actual, if you want to look at actual legislation, look at what both have done. Critically think about both presidents. A lot of people, they only go either by A, what they hear in the media, what they hear on Vox, or now this little clips, right? They're, they're news clips. Oh, Trump Trump said this. Trump said, The wall just got 10 feet taller. And they're like, ah, the loser mine. You know, and again, I'm, I'm talking about two individuals with, with their own style of, you know, humor, if you may. But anyways, I'm getting off track. Moving on. Since Obamacare was something that he wanted to break down, much like a lot of what Obama left behind, he argues that he is working on a plan. And of course, Biden is like, no, you're not. You got nothing. You got, you know, you're a nothing burger. You got nothing to work on. From there, they moved on to the, the Rona, which I won't say the whole name because then I there's a theory that your video gets suppressed on, on YouTube if you say the whole name. But the Rona, you get it. Um, what Trump has and hasn't done. And 200, you know, plus thousand Americans have died under Trump's watch. Trump argues and says, well, yeah, but if you would have been president under your watch, it would have been 2 million, not 200,000. That's literally Trump's comeback, right? In the whole how Trump has handled Rona. Okay, moving on to the economy now, you know, as they're getting right about the end of the debate, um, they start talking about taxes. You know, Biden clearly and outright said, you know, if I become president, I'm going to increase corporate taxes, business taxes, right? And I'm going to do away with your tax breaks that you recently did. Trump's like, okay, but if you do that, you will doom the economy. You will have the biggest recession in the entire known history or whatever he said, whatever uh, the biggest history known to man or something like, you know, dramatic like that. You know, typical of Trump. Is that true? I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that that necessarily is true. I don't know also necessarily that the Trump taxes that Trump did is what, what allegedly, according to him, boomed the economy. So, you know, again, when it comes to to the economy and what these bureaucrats are planning on doing, it's a it's a flip of a coin. That's if you're one hundred percent honest, and if you sit there, you individually, and think back, and I would give you a pen and paper and say, all right, write down what you think Obama did for you, write down what you think Trump has done for you or against you. You you probably couldn't fill an entire piece of paper without needing to go to the internet, without needing to go. You couldn't. Most Americans are very ill-informed of what, you know, uh, legislation affects them and benefits them 
including, you know, tax, new tax laws or, you know, tax that, you know, laws that are revised. Most don't, right? Because take your taxes for an example. Most people, they don't do their own taxes, even though we have simple, you know, click here, click there tax services, right? Uh, like TurboTax. They don't. They go to someone here, get it done. And then that person, you just expect them to tell you why and how much you're going to pay. And that's about it. That's about it. They can give you all the itemized statements you want. How many of you guys do you go to your, do your taxes? And then they just give you a little pen and they're like, just sign here, 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 here. And you don't, that's it. You don't, you don't know how, how many new or old laws are really affecting you. And let alone for people that actually have businesses. I've met with many, many dozens of small business owners and they don't know. They, they, they have maybe cool answers like, oh, I, there's a, my tax professional for that. But they don't know. But yet they'll sit there and say, oh, I loved Obama because of this, or I hated Obama because of this, or I love Trump because of this, or I hated Trump because of this. You just don't know. So when it comes to the economy, they both went back and forth as to what they would do with the economy and the way to do it is with taxes. All right. And then we're almost at the end of this. Um, coming on here on to uh, the Trump. This was like one of the biggest, another, I guess, big highlight of the night is that Trump refused to um, condemn any type of white supremacy group. Now, that's not exactly what happened. So let me roll this clip. You have repeatedly we- criticized the, the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland? Are you prepared to to specifically do it? I would say say almost everything I see is from the left-wing, not from the right wing. So what are you you, you saying? I'm I'm willing to do anything. I want to see peace. Then do it, sir. Say it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them... What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacists and right you like me to white supremacists and right proud boys. boys. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left. All right. So as you can see there, right, Chris Wallace is asking, you know, straight on forward, you know, will you condemn, you know, white supremacy? And, you know, he's like, you know, Trump's like, pick a group. Who, 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 who? And then Trump's like, who, the, the, the Proud Boys? And he's like, all he did is essentially say, you know, stand down stand, or, or, or stand back or something, whatever, right? You heard it. Um, and that was not enough for, for many. Now, you'll have individuals saying, well, you noticed when he threw it back at Biden and say, well, you also condemn Antifa, right? For, you know, according to Trump and to many, being involved in a lot of these riots out there that are happening currently, Biden really didn't condemn them either because Biden went around the the question by saying it's not really a group, it's more of a movement, right? It's a thought, which you'll have many people saying, eh, that's BS because there are groups of, you know, really people that claim to be uh, affiliated with Antifa, putting up flags with a certain uniform, whether that be all in black, it doesn't matter, right? That's the known allegedly the known uniform for Antifa. So, you know, the way I look at it, both sides don't want to lose uh, their base. 
Both sides don't want to lose any kind of backing of their base, whether that be Trump with a small, minute circle of white supremacists that back him, or that whether that be uh, Biden with a group of Antifa, you know, the, or as, as he said, the thought, the people that follow the Antifa, Antifa thought that also back him. Now, Trump tried to hit it multiple times uh, in the video, or I'm sorry, during the debate, saying, you know, you just lost the left. You just lost the left. You just lost the left. You know, trying to poke at at, at Biden. I don't know that that's going to happen. I know personally many people, and I'll leave, I'll close out the video with this. Many people that are so desperate. It almost sounds reminiscent of 2000, what is it, in 16, right? When Trump was first elected or was going to be elected and people were like, I don't even care that I don't like Hillary. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and vote for her just so that Trump is not president. Of course, now I can say, and many have said, well, how did that work out for you? So now people are saying, well, I don't even care if Trump or I'm sorry, rather Biden would have fallen asleep in the freaking debate. He still was quieter than, uh, than, than, than Trump was, you know, he, at least he wasn't a nuisance and at least, you know what? He's not as bad as Trump. And so I'm going to vote for him. And I will tell you that what I tell you now, how do you think that's going to work out for you? What do you know of Biden to want to say, oh, I'm going to vote for him. And when you say, well, I know enough because I know of Trump. Okay. I'll ask the same question. What do you know of Trump besides Spilling things, uh, talking points of mainstream media and stuff you see on Facebook. He's a racist. Okay. I mean, that's nothing to do really with legislation, but okay. I mean, you can say, yeah, he influences um, and he's a racist and he probably has a hidden agenda. Sure. Okay. I mean, I can also tell you that there's going to be many other politicians that you would be surprised, you know, how affiliated they are, but they're not the president. Okay. I guess, I guess that's a good argument that they're not, at least they're not the president, but they're still senators. They're still governors. You know, you just, you just, you're not as aware because they're not all over Twitter. They're not all over Facebook videos, all over Instagram videos, all over Vox videos. And now this videos, that's the reason you're not aware of their affiliation with groups that maybe you don't, you wouldn't, you know, necessarily approve of. So let's move on from the whole racist narrative. What else? Why else would you prefer Biden over Trump? Uh, it's a challenge. And it's one that many people don't like to be challenged with because then it clearly exposes how much or how little rather you know of what is really happening in the presidential election outside of just arguing the mainstream media talking points or your circle of friends or the friend that you think knows the most about politics it bores you it makes you yawn but really you don't really know why you may like biden over trump or even if you like trump over biden you really don't know you're picking a side you're picking a side that maybe makes you feel more comfortable that makes you feel more popular and that's often what happens with most americans they feel that they need to pick a side so you ask me, well, what side do you pick? I told you at the beginning of this video, I think this was a circus, right? As much as I have given Trump credit, 
I will tell you that he did a horrible job, in my opinion. I've heard arguments from the right saying, oh, but he did this. He looks so tough. I don't think he did. I don't think he did at all. You know, I was expecting and hoping to hear some fantastic, great talking points. But here's the thing. At the same time, there's a part of me that's like, but why did you expect that, JT? I mean, come on. You know what, what the guy was in, you know, back in 2016 and rather when even when he was running. You know how he won a lot of the vote or a lot of the popular, right? Vote. And no, I'm not arguing about the Hillary won more than Trump. No, no. Just saying in his base. He rallied people, right? With the wall got 10 feet taller and built the wall and lock her up and all this other crap that I, I care less. I cannot care less for, right? But some people feel, you know, motivated by that kind of energy, call it. And that's what Trump did here. But I was really hoping to hear something. Tell me, give me a reason, right? Give me a reason as to why people shouldn't hate you. Even if they're not going to vote for you, why they shouldn't hate you? And he didn't do that. He failed miserably. He fell on his effing face, right? Because he wanted to do what he feels got him the presidency and what's going to get him the presidency again. And, you know, sadly, he may not be wrong. He may not be wrong, right? Because a lot of people get turned on by that. They feel that that's manly. That's tough. And, you know, Biden tried a little bit of that by telling him, oh, this clown, will you shut up, man? Did, you know, did it work for him as well as it does for Trump? I don't know. I don't think it did. Some people would say, it's something, again, you'll look at some talking points out there in the media and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, this guy's a guy that finally stood up to Trump. They both got their, their, what they're trained at. Again, don't forget it. Watch the next debate because there's going to be two more. Trump has the mic. He knows he doesn't care less about the camera, right? I, I know they think he knows he feels he's ugly. I, I, that's what I think, honestly. No joke. He, I, I feel like he knows that. He's not a visually attracting man. So he has the talking, right? The talking piece. He looks at someone. They're talking. Wrong. Fake news. He knows how to throw it out there. He knows those punchlines, right? He knows how to get him out. He didn't even need a crowd. Many people said, oh, he's going to fail miserably because he doesn't have a crowd to rally him. Honestly, the guy didn't need him. I think he, the crowd's up here, in my opinion. And when it comes to Biden, you know, yeah, he's been in politics for many, many, many years, decades. So he knows how to, you know, stand there straight and look charming and look at the camera and look at the best pose. And my friends, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da. And just look at it yourself. And that's what you got. Two freaking politicians. One's uh, actually have the years here. So some people might say that I'm being an ageist and it doesn't matter, but I'll give it to you. Trump's 74 years old and Biden's 77. You got two guys that have been doing this game, this circus for a long time. So they know how to play on your emotions. And if you haven't seen that by now, then I don't know what the hell you're doing uh, because you're going to end up voting only with emotion. So I strongly suggest that you dig into the little that there's out there, genuine that's out there, and see really who you should vote for. You know, um, that's it. All right, guys, that's it for today. Sorry, wasn't that like a super exciting one? And, you know, it's just, you know, I feel like I needed to talk about this topic. Um, and I, I know that some people were looking for my opinion and see what I thought about it. 
But that's it for today, guys. Uh, I will bring you something more exciting, hopefully, in the next uh, the next episode. All right. See you.